listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. Guys, can I talk to you for a second? Sure, Brian. What do you want to talk to us about? I, are you okay? I'm, Your feelings are valid. I'm not hurt. I'm just really disappointed. Uh, Thanks, I think Mom. we're all really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I had such, such high hopes for He's Fantastic got Four. High hopes. <laughs> what? Uh, what movie are you talking about? Fantastic Four. Not so uh, Oh, the ones with Chris Evans. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Not, not, not those ones. Oh, the they didn't one make just, one after that. <laughs> Sean, see, do you one. see, folks? Do you see the level of delusion? Stop talking about it! <laughs> they didn't make one! Alright, let's. we have to talk about it, Sean. I'm sorry. It was like the life-sucking machine. I just, I... Just, I it Not has, to 50! <laughs> <laughs> it just... It had so much potential. And it started off with such a strong first act. Yeah, it and, sure did. That's until all it did. they got their superpowers. Yeah. And then Fox just said, we don't get this. Let's fix it. That's I, mean, like, I mean, it just, it got painful by the time that Doom came back. It uh-huh. absolutely did. It was painful. And Fox trying to fix this movie is like trying to use scotch tape on a stab wound. It's it's just like it's it's. I mean, was okay. I obviously we don't know what was originally there, so we don't know what they were trying exactly. to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna so. say something similar. Like I respect Josh Trank as a filmmaker because I really love Chronicle, and uh, this is a learning experience for him. Yeah, but like I don't see. It's like when you see this big of a pile of shit, you're like. I'm pretty sure there wasn't a fucking beautiful rose bush that someone turned into this pile of shit. No, no, no. But here's the thing. I mean, if we are to believing English, I speak if English. If we were to be believing, if we, to be <laughs> believing. If we are, if we are to be believing, for the believings, <laughs> believings. I am now from a Eastern European country. Hello. Um, I am. Um, if we are to believe, uh, Trank's. <laughs> rantings, not rantings, vitriol? Uh, comments on what happened. Vitriol? <laughs> yeah. Uh, vitriol? Yeah, yeah, basically. If we were to believe it, that Fox cut two major action sequences that were pivotal to the story the week before shooting, Wow. that, because they wanted to keep the budget low, Ugh. I mean, Fox has a tendency to micromanage their films, and they even, even they claim that they tried to take a step back on this one, but when you cut out two major action, action sequences the week before shooting, yes, I know that the studio wants changes to be made to keep the budget done, and you have to kind of rethink things, and that happens all the time. Yeah, but, but you're making a superhero movie. You don't cut the fucking action sequences. And I'm just mm-hmm. saying, if you hadn't done that, I mean, this movie was made for $120 million. For a superhero movie nowadays, that's cheap. That's like, half of what it usually costs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at any of the Dark Knight films, uh, those were, well, Batman Begins was like 150, but. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises were easily over two hundred million dollars. All both the Avenger movies were, were over two hundred million dollars. So they were like two fifty exactly. Sarah, I also feel like there were. I feel like there had to have been reshoots involved in this too. Oh, there absolutely were. There were scenes where Miles Teller was in front of a green screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were. Well, there was also like scenes where Kate Mara was very visibly wearing a wig. I hated 
that. I was literally just about to say that. It, it was, was horribly It done. was so bad. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And even, actually, um, when uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character gets out of the hospital and stuff oh, like that, no. like, their, the makeup wasn't even good on his, like, little tiny cuts on his face. Ugh, you could, like, you could, like, see... The little, like, stick-on pieces for the cuts. Yeah. And I think that's the bigger problem here, is when Fox wasn't sure if they could put their faith in Josh Trank, they they didn't necessarily take over the movie, like they said they were going to do, but they also kind of let him down his own train wreck because they cut the funding that he would have needed to execute the vision. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, exactly. So, it's just, it's, it is very heartbreaking. And what sucks is that it's going to have irreparable damage to his career now. He's probably gonna, not going to do another made, big budget movie for Yeah, he fucked his years. career when he tweeted. Yeah, right. He fucked his career when he tweeted. He should have, whether, whether or not it was true, uh, you just don't bite the hand that feeds. It's like Chef, the movie yeah. Chef. Yep. Jean yeah. Favreau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was, Two things. One, going back to action scenes. If there's anything this movie could have fucking used, it was more action scenes. Why yes. cut those? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Goddamn ridiculous. Secondly, you guys subscribing at all to the conspiracy theory that Fox tanked this on purpose so that they could sell it to Marvel? Because even it's Fantastic know. Four as a team at this point isn't even like like Marvel doesn't even give a shit anymore. They stopped making the comics, so they're like, "All right, well, maybe if we tank it so bad that they'll that they'll take it back from us, that we can make some money off of it." I mean, it's plausible, and in fact, that's what I actually hope happens because right now Marvel's in such a they're spending so much gold out of their their straw right now that it would be well. It, it would I love be Avenger, Avengers: Age of Ultron, but they didn't spend gold with that one. They spun silver. Yeah, and they they spun silver maybe a little with some bronze fill or whatever with Ant Man for me. Yeah. So I, I mean, that was a lazy. Script. That being said, they they're not they haven't made a shit movie yet. They've made mediocre. True. They've made pretty good. and They made amazing. And if mediocre is your worst, you know that's for a studio that's only seven eight years old at this point. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So I would love to see them reacquire Fantastic Four. Um, what sucks, though, is that, you know, it means you have to recast it again. Um, I and hate this. If well, they do do it, they need to do Doctor Doom correctly. Because Doctor mm. Doom, you could easily do Doctor Doom as, first of all, every single Fantastic Four movie, including the one that didn't ever get released that Roger Corman made in the 90s, involves Doom being on the ship that gets him their powers. That was not in the comics. You can make him an angry, bitter anti-Tony Stark. That's exactly what he is. He makes his own Iron Man suit, and it fails, and it's fused to him, and that's why he can't get out of it. You didn't like Doctor... You didn't like Christian from Nip Tuck being fucking Doctor Doom? Julian <laughs> the McMahon? The old movies? Julian McMahon with his perfect fucking eyebrows? I know, right? So. I don't buy into the... to Fox wanting to tank this on purpose, because then mm. they would never have... They never would have signed to do the second one, which is... They've already signed... They signed the sequel already. And that was before the movie even came out. Yeah. So are they still doing it, though? Or are they just shelving it? I don't know. According to them, they're still interested in trying to make a sequel. So I don't know. I mean, maybe... And you know what? Maybe they just needed to get a shitty origin story over with and then just... And then get into something more to it. But the thing is, is at this point, these characters aren't even charming. Like, one thing that I think that was sorely lacking from this that I feel like has been so successful with other you know, superhero movies, specifically Marvel movies, um, is that there's always an infusion of humor. Exactly. And this was yeah. so completely yeah. humorless. You gotta yeah. leave the depressing content to Batman stories and X-Men stories. Yeah. But even Batman 
has humor moments and to it. And even X-Men has humor moments and to, to be, it. And to be totally fair, there were a couple of comical beats in Fantastic Four. The, I, nobody was laughing when I saw it. Everyone and myself was really depressed The fist bump hand, high five wasn't, wasn't funny to <laughs> I didn't really laugh at that at no. this point because I'm like, I don't give a shit. I was we we laughed this, at that when I saw them. At, at that point, I was just kind of like, this is you guys aren't even charming enough for yeah. me to laugh at that. I was sitting next to this dad who kept leaving his seat every like 10 or 15 minutes to pretty... I'm pretty sure he went to go drink out of his flask in oh the bathroom right. stall because every single time he came back he reeked of vodka. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad that we finally got the question answered that Brody Bruce asked in Mallrats 20 years ago is does the thing have an orange rock dick? Now yeah. we know the answer. Is, he, is, it, is the thing's nope. dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? Nope. Nothing. Which makes me feel so bad for Ben because he's got all this aggression and he just can't let it out. Gee, yeah, if he at least had a rock dick he could go like, you know, Fuck a mountain or something. Yeah, I really, yeah. I actually really feel like the thing's character got got the shaft, not yeah. literally. Um, in this movie, <laughs> it didn't get the shaft. It didn't get the shaft. I don't know where it, it didn't fit, get to be honest, Right, than, you know. but I just, I feel like even like the character was underused. Yep. Um, to give more more credence to Victor's character, I don't know. I don't know what they did there. Um, I was just, I was just really bummed out, and that sucks because th- these were all such great actors in yeah. this movie. And it, they just didn't try hard enough. They There's yeah. something to be said for the Incredible Hulk and the Thing having such similar characteristics and being this monster and all this stuff. Except, you know, the Thing's that permanently. But maybe they thought that they should stay away from that character because, oh, it's like, oh, the people like the Hulk and it's, they've got a lot of similarities. I mean, that. I like the fact that he's really, I like the fact that he's really well spoken as, yeah. you know, as the Thing and all that. He's a good character. He was just sorely underused. Yeah. yeah. So, and, I mean, even then, like, I, at that point when he did finally bust out, it's clobbering time, and I just was fucking rolling my eyes, and like, can this be over now? Yeah, yeah yes. that makes, that was like, it's like, wait a second, you have no humor moments at all, you have no real callback moments to yeah. the campy version of the comics, and then you, it seems so out of place to throw it's clobbering time in there, why not just omit yeah. it completely? I, I have this idea that, like, the first Fantastic Four movie with, you know, Jessica Alba and all those, that group of people... That was so campy. That was fun. That was for the also, kids, you know? Also, why uh-huh. would you ever make one of the hottest women that ever lived invisible? It's bullshit. <laughs> Get yes, Frances McDormand to play. What I'm thinking <laughs> is that this Fantastic Four was just trying to be a departure from that and trying yeah. to capture the Shakespearean essence of the dramatic undertones and the relational drama. And I'm just like, uh, I'm gag just, me with a spoon. I'm just saying Sue and Johnny Storm did not even give a shit when their dad died. Like, they didn't they, give like, a fuck. They did not And that was, care. I mean, exactly. Like, he just died. Okay, and now they're going to go off and go into the third act. But everybody, plot point two, folks, Ugh. from like any basic screenwriting class, that was plot point two. Shoves you into the third act, and... They completely shafted us after they got their powers. It was like yeah. a whole new movie. And Exactly. And then puns that didn't need to be there, like the whole, it's fantastic. Say that again. Huh. It's fantastic. Huh. Like, are you fucking kidding Guys, me? I've got it. <clears throat> the And then it cuts. Fucking but what I did. What I did think is cool, though, one of our listeners, Carlos, huh. uh, memed us when we talked about... And I said, oh, we'll get to Fantastic Four. Huh. Uh, it's the meme It says that moment where he realized that Pixar made the perfect... Fantastic Four movie and didn't even use the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and then had the picture of the Incredibles. Oh! Right, because they're all the same characters. They just don't have nice. quite the same powers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Violet is for sure the Invisible Woman, and you know you get the female Mister Fantastic with Elastic, Elastic Woman. 
Uh, Beady, the son. And the dad's kind Speedy, of the which thing. Is like, exactly. Dad's kind of the thing, and then That's the kid strong. runs so fast, it's almost like the human torch. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. In fact, I, I kind of wish Pixar, uh, if it does ever fall back into the hands of you know the, the House of Mouse, uh, I think it'd be awesome if uh, Pixar and Marvel did like a Pixar yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four movie because that but would be. But Brian, why the fuck would awesome. anybody care about that when at D twenty three they announced that Incredibles two is happening? Exactly. Yeah, which and this has been that's been in the works for a long time. Oh, totally. I loved so. the things that came out of D twenty three because they also talked about Moana, the new um, Polynesian princess, as it were, mm. for the mm-hmm. new Disney line. Mm. And uh, it's going to be CGI, and it's going to feature, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as, like, this big, like, god-type yeah. character, and I'm just so stoked for yeah. that. And, and they're also going back to the uh, the fairy tale um, shelf with Gigantic, right? They're doing, sorry, right. They're doing Jack and the Beast, which they technically already did with with Mickey, Daffy, and Goofy. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you years know, ago. Okay. But then they're also coming out with the good dinosaur, which is going to mm-hmm. be adorable. Yes. Yep. So, but why are we talking about Fantastic Four, Because guys? we should have seen the writing on the wall, because it was a fucking August release. Wow. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Sarah Ashley. I'm Roxino Berry. I'm Brian Moriarty. And I'm Sean Moriarty. And guys, we've been teasing Brian relentlessly for the past year uh-huh. about his uh-huh. super douchey remark that one time when he was talking <laughs> That's how we're about classifying it. Super when he was talking about uh, what, Thanks, Sarah. what was the movie? I don't even remember what the movie was. I He's like, oh, but it, oh, that should have been a late August no, no, release. I, I just said Bruce Brady matter of fact, oh, it, it seems like it would have been an August release. What, what was said. the movie? You said late remember. August release. The late yeah. is definitely a big part of this. It is a big part oh, of this. It's the specificity <laughs> Yes. <laughs> With the sacrosanct this verse seems more like sacrosanct I always laugh at you, man. I love you, Brian. And Brian, <laughs> you awesome. put that shit in Nerds on History and nobody said shit. And I was like, is nobody going to make fun of him to at least like plug the other podcast? Was I there? <laughs> Oh, I man. no, I don't think you were. I think it was. I just think it was just then I wouldn't have. Le- I wouldn't have let it go. So why are we talking about Brian's quip? <laughs> yeah, because we figured since Brian seems to know so fucking much about <laughs> releases and release timing for movies, so fucking much. Okay, is this how it's gonna go the whole episode? <laughs> no, because I I'll leave. No, if that's, no, if this is just the gonna... intro where we destroy you emotionally and then we this just is... slowly nurse we're you back to hell. We're just razzing you. Am I yeah. the fucking Marine Corps here? You have to, have to break me before the you can rebuild me or yes, something. We're, we're just we will you. break you. No, but because this is a real thing in the studio system. It's, Absolutely, it's a thing called dump months, and, uh, and that is exactly what I meant when I said. I this know, thing. but dump, it's dump. just the way you say it sometimes. <laughs> the way you I'm use sorry. Your words. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I am. Uh, I am a film nerd, and that is exactly. You know what, Brian. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You do I you, just, boo. You do I you, boo. Appreciate you. See, Brian, no, you're you're Moriarty. That's I who see you a are similar, to us. <laughs> I see a really similar core. Like I, I think there's a correlation with this and like how Brian would talk to love interests. He would just simply <laughs> say, "I love you." And they would be like, it's not what you said. It's just the way you said it. You were crying. Wow. You were talking about your dad's what Sarah was basically saying, and then you cried. What Sarah was basically saying, it's not that you you sound knowledgeable. It's that you sound like a condescending douchebag when you say it. So You said it, buddy. We didn't say shit. Don't put words in my mouth, Brian. Exactly. Do you disagree? Oh, no. Ah. Oh, ah so let's go talk oh, about Sarah. it. Really 
So there is my point, ladies oh and gentlemen. My God. Now you can see the friendship coming out. The plot oh. oh, this dirty laundry is all over the place. It's being aired. This is the um, dirty laundry episode. Fuck August. Um, but I mean, no. I mean, for those who don't know and maybe just think that movies get released haphazardly, no. Studios have specific schedules that they make for the entire year. Lay it down. And I mean, it's no surprise because you no, know, they. They calculate all these things based off of the time of year, what are common trends in our society. Whether Pugsatawney Phil sees his shadow. Exactly. <laughs> um, whether whether Venus is in retrograde. Exactly. Uh, you know, all these different whether things. Whether Crom laughs at your four winds. Is this, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this an apocalypse year? Uh, no, no, that's next year. Oh, okay, that's good. next year, exactly. We're good for another year. Exactly. It's also be, which means that next year the Giants will win yes, the World Yes, there's Series. an ancient <laughs> Nordic text that says this year the orange people from San Francisco will win a great victory and the Earth is going to die. The orange people from the gate that is golden. No, the <laughs> angels will win the, the pennant and Joseph Gordon-Levitt will get his dad back. Why do you say Levitt? <laughs> God, that's the fucking speak. angels who won a goddamn World Series against the Giants in 2004 and I'm, or two, and I'm not fucking over it. So why would you bring that up? <laughs> I was trying to make a movie quote. Continue, so right? anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, ultimately, that's the, that's the point, right? I mean, it, some of them are obvious. You're obviously going to release a Christmas movie around November or maybe even late October because you want to get the lead in for the holiday season. You're going to release... Um, Horror movies in, Horror movies October, in October. October or early or late September yep. as well. Um, rom-coms in February. Rom-coms in Oscar February. Oscar contenders. It, Oscar contenders tend to be in January and December, right? Again, some you have some late well, holidays. No, 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 no. Well, no, they have to be before January, in, Brian. It'll hit theaters in January, but chances are got, it's no, already been screened. In LA and New York. Yeah. 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 yeah, and this is also why for a long time, you know, action movies weren't released in summer because... Mm. Um, we talked about this, I think, on the the movie theaters episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, it was History. the blo- Birth of the Blockbuster episode. Birth of the Blockbuster, that's right. I mean, we talked about that because because of a poor air, con- air conditioning. People um, want to be outside for that, man. Exactly. So mm-hmm. once air conditioning got improved, now people were flocking to wherever they could stay cool, right. basically. Yes, and i got to say this, though. Honestly, you're getting a little crazy with the air conditioning, okay? It's very cold <laughs> in most movie theaters. I have to wear two pairs of socks. <laughs> It does suck when you're like, okay, hey, going to the movies in the middle of July, grabbing my sweater. Yep. <laughs> yep. Taking it off outside the theater, putting it back on inside the theater. Yeah. But now... But then, and then you look at wintertime, mm-hmm. and people, like, you know, with snow... Not in California, but in other places where there's snow and things, uh, people don't <laughs> like to leave their houses as much. Yeah. So, you know, the, like, January is going to be a shittier time for, for films in general. Right. That's true. Yeah. So but great for VOD. Studios will release these schedules and then they will they will modify them slightly here and there because they want to make sure that one of film's not competing against another major film. Mm-hmm. If you guys notice that you know Jurassic Park didn't really have a major competitor when it opened. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's because the studios know, well that's obviously gonna be a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. That one's got all the pieces for being yep. huge. And so Batman let's make a movie versus that- Superman was pushed back to not compete with Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh. Not Avengers Age of Ultron. No, it was supposed to be Captain America 3, actually. Uh, um, I think that's Civil that's right. War. No, it got right. then it got think... moved up. No, it got pushed back, then it got moved up. Because it got moved from summer to spring more recently. But it was supposed to come out this summer. When they were... Yeah, it was supposed to come out in July of uh, this year. I mean, they and have the a fucking with, with copy of it. They have a version of it ready. They, they screened it at Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Sarah. Uh, I think Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was also shifted around to a dump month because it didn't want to compete with... Uh, mm-hmm. 
with um, other, I don't know, I can't fucking remember what came out at that time, but um, but they specifically pushed it out um, so it wouldn't um, And it compete. defied it was, the yeah. dump month. It, it had spit the in the dump in month space. Well, to be fair, there are a handful of movies that, there's usually, I would say the first weekend of August, sometimes the second weekend too, there's usually one solid picture that comes out amongst those, but most of the, and again, this is not absolute, but most of the time in those months, in September and, but most specifically August, you have a lot of movies that just don't perform or they end up just in obscurity because like it was just some movie that they need to get out. And then the reason they need to do this is because they want to make sure that their, their schedule is, you know, they want to have it even out. They want to make sure that the movie's going to make some money, right? Mm-hmm. And not get completely lost. And this is, a, you know, this is a system that is okay with a failure like Fantastic Four too because a Fantastic Four, if they have one of those a year, they can write it off in taxes. Yep. You know, if they have failure after failure after failure because of poor scheduling, well, then they're just not running their business correctly. And that's what yeah. this comes down to. This is the business side of filmmaking. I'm actually surprised that they didn't push Fantastic Four out to come out in later August because of the fact that it already wasn't screening well. Like, they knew it wasn't screening well, but they still released it at the same time. But what time. are they going to do at that point? I mean, they've already, they were already intent on, they were intent on one, making the movie so they can keep the rights. And number two, they were intent on keeping it under budget. Uh, they also could have realized that their screenings were so bad, they'll be like, all right, let's Josh, let's let Josh Trank do a final cut of it, and then we'll see how that tests. Yeah. But just to, just so just to clarify, what is considered, the, the times that are considered typical dump months are January and February and August and September. Yep. Mm. Um, and this is, you know, if you think about it, you know, especially September, like that's when kids are going back to school. So yeah, like not true. as many teenagers are like going to the movies during the summer, yeah. that kind of thing. Kind of hunker down. Yeah. yeah. And then in, in vacations and whatnot. And right. So, and then, you know, January, everybody's poor from Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then how do you account for like Christmas Day releases? Well, Christmas Day releases are usually movies that tend to be, I mean, because Christmas is so family focused. They tend to be a movie that the whole family can go see. Lim is Rob was a weird one a couple of years mm-hmm. ago because that one, I think because they thought, well, it's like a musical that everyone can bring the family to, even yeah. though it's a darker musical. I've got a good one that was a horrible one to go to with your whole family. Oh, uh, please. <laughs> the Descendants, George Clooney. Descendants? Oh, uh, I would yeah. say American Hustle was a weird, weird <laughs> choice for yeah. Christmas yeah. release. That was painful. But um, Star Wars? Uh, great choice for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and to be fair... I think Roxy's talking about actual December 25th release dates. That's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I thought Star- that that was coming out on... The 15th. Oh, oh shit. They no, fucking marketed it said Christmas. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, because when they say Christmas, they mean the season of Christmas. They don't yeah. mean a specific date That's yet. true. So, and that's the other thing that's ambiguous. And there are times where, like... Because there are 12 days of Christmas, Sean. But, I mean, I let's look at other movies that were very <laughs> successful at Christmas. Superman the movie mm-hmm. was a Christmas release you know x-men was supposed to be a christmas release and then they pushed it back to july because they needed six more months to to get the the fine-tuning rate for the special effects Mm -hmm. so you know release dates can make or break it and christmas you can as long as it's not too dark and too serious you can pretty much throw a really good movie out there a really big budget movie out there and people will go see it yeah you know Mm -hmm. that's true because what else are you gonna do after you open presents and before dinner it's exactly what we always do you know, we yeah. had a tradition for a while where we get the friends together and we would go see a mo- movie after we'd done our family. We always go to the movies on yeah. Christmas Day. Exactly. I feel so bad for the attendance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, go be with your families. Forget about us. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know. I, I don't know. I just, I find this, this is really, really fascinating when you think about it. I just, mostly just because I find it really interesting to know 
how the studios are thinking based on the movies that they're choosing to release. Like, you know, I, I'm in the theater looking, uh, you know, watching the previews before Fantastic Four, and there's that. Uh, God, was it Last of the Witch Hunter or whatever it is? Oh, yeah, my God, right. yeah. With, with fucking Vin Diesel and Elijah Wood. And mm-hmm. I'm watching this going, this is weird, but I don't know. For some reason, it seems kind of oddly awesome to me. So I'm definitely going to go see it. But <laughs> I'm probably going to be eating those words later because I'm realizing, oh, it's going to come out, like, I think early October or something. Oh. And I'm like, eh, this is probably not going to be what you want it to be. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's horror bait, basically. Yeah, you can, you can just basically see... You can see, though, the that studios are not putting as much faith in those in those movies that they're putting into that month. Exactly. So it's so it's kind of like you can kind of just take your bets on, you know, is this gonna be critically acclaimed or not? But then Brian like Brian also said they also have the ones that are just moved to not compete with anything like Guardians of the Galaxy, where if you are so confident in a movie you can move it to like later in August or even early September or January and you know that the word of mouth alone is gonna be your marketing, your that sure, works too. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, okay, that, obviously there's exceptions. I mean, Silence of the Lambs came out in January. Yep. You know, so it it really, it's this is totally just yeah. trend. I mean, Dangerous Minds was an August release too. Bear that. And that's more, that's got more cult classic, I think, you status to it. You know what recently it, came out that I was really impressed with, though? Huh. Trainwreck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trainwreck was yeah. great. Amy Schumer's, you know, that movie was Judd Apatow. Awesome. Incredible. But I'm willing to yeah. bet that the studio was not as confident about that because you can kind yeah. of sit there and be like, oh, Amy Schumer's so hot right now, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be... But Judd Apatow does have a reputation. He, he mean, does. He, he does. He's been on a hot streak pretty much since Knocked Up. Oh, well, I just realized so why they him. released Silence of the Lambs in January. Why? why? Because everybody's trying to lose weight for their uh, New Year's resolution, and they thought that maybe a serial killer hunting a fat girl... Would inspire people. <gasps> wait, oh wait, 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 wait. Great this big is a great big person. month. <laughs> exactly. God, that joke will never die. Nope, it will not. <laughs> um, and it's funny because like there's a website that we went to, filmjabber.com. Film they've jab- got a great uh, set of release dates that they've gotten pretty much since the last 20 years, since 1995, which is about as old as the commercial internet, by the way. Um and it, and they you can go to every single month and it will show you the weekly releases back to back and if you look at some of these months like this is 2001 for example um you know August 3rd 2001 had original sin the princess diaries rush hour 2 and ghost world wow. come out ghost world was so good yeah. and again yeah, that that's movie's an early release right mm-hmm. original sin had the bomb but, sex scene but ghost ever. world i felt like ghost world got a better following once it hit video yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah, and that's an independent. That was like a super independent release. Yeah, I mean, Princess Diaries, I think, was popular from the get-go. Now, Miracles yeah. happen! <laughs> now, if we skip forward to August 24th, 2001, we see Bubble Boy. <laughs> oh. The Curse of the Jade Scorpion. I don't even remember that God. movie. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I love oh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, but, I mean, what did what was Miramax trying to say? Uh, John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Mm. What? And then Summer Catch. Yeah, Ghost oh of Mars. Oh my God, is that Jessica Biel? Exactly. Summer Catch, yeah, Jessica um, Biel and Freddie Prince Jr., the baseball. Oh not, my God. Unless what forget- happened to Freddie Prince Jr.? Uh, he became a producer. He, oh. And he's very supportive of his wife's career. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and let's not forget that August ended that year with Jeepers Creepers and O, oh, the teen Wait. Othello movie. Jeepers oh, Creepers right. was Eliza Dushku and and Justin um, Justin Long. No, Eliza mm-hmm. Dushku. I think so. And no, she was. In Wasn't she? Jeepers Creepers? Jeepers no. Creepers. Uh, no, it's and got, sister. no, it's got Justin Long, 
Gina Phillips. Um, no, Elijah Dushku's not in it, but you did. Yeah, re- you were right about Jason Wong. Justin no, I know this because turn. all the movies you're saying all were released right when I moved to Humboldt for college, and I saw all those movies because we used to go to the movies with this group of nerds that were in the film program all nice. the time. I so saw then, all oh, of those was, movies. In the that was Josh Harnett and yeah. Mackay Pfeiffer? Mackay mm-hmm. Pfeiffer, yeah. yo. High School High's okay. very own Mackay Pfeiffer. And I think uh, Julie, Stiles, Julie, Julie Styles Stiles. was the Desdemona-ish yeah. character. Um, Desdemona-ish character. <laughs> Can I just say, Sean, I'm so proud of you for actually citing High School High. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That's my favorite John Lovitz movie. Because it's the only John Lovitz <laughs> only movie. Only John Lovitz movie. No. John Lovitz yeah. movie. It's not his only movie because I also want to mention that. No, it's his only that... movie where he's like on the poster and he's the one carrying Yeah, he's the star of it. Well, well yeah. there was Rat Race, which also John came out Lovett, in he, Yeah, but that's a, Rat that an ensemble fucking movie. Really? Like if it's a mad, 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 mad world. All right? Yeah. Yeah. But only an hour and a half. Are you serious? You have enough gumption to make these fucking sweeping late August release douchey comments. But are you serious? You don't know what an ensemble cast is? Oh, come on. Okay, Rat Race was really funny, though. I was just making a joke. Okay, so I want to see. Let's see a January release time, like a January release month. Pick a year. Pick a year. I want to say 99. January 99. That was a good year. Nothing good happened in 99. That's uh, bullshit. Hang on. Hang I know. On. So 99. I, know. I love 99. We're going to go to January. The last year of our childhood happened in 1999. Okay, so Janu- January of 1999. Uh, do you want to go the whole month or what? Sure. Yep. Okay, so there were there were only three Fridays in that year. So January 15th, 1999 was At First Sight. That's the Mary Servino, oh, Val Kilmer, Blind Man scene good. movie. Not okay. good. I saw that in the theater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did see that one. I did. Uh, so in Dreams. The century... 24. Yes, we all saw it together. Uh, yeah, in that's Dreams, the one I, next to uh, Toys R Us. The, the one that was like the bastard stepchild of the other domes. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's gone now. What's, what's in Shut the fuck up, Ryan! Oh. No, I'm sorry, you brought up <laughs> um, painful memories. Uh, this is one with, it had a net Benning in it and... Uh, Whatever, don't remember it. Yeah, it did, yeah exactly. Instead of net Benning, Exactly, obscurity, lost right? <laughs> uh, but also Varsity Bugsy? Blues. Varsity Blues was good. Varsity and then, then the uh, Varsity Blues. the John Turturro and Jamie Lee Curtis sci-fi uh, epic Virus. Do not remember that. Came video. out. Uh, then January twenty second was Gloria. That was the uh, Sharon Stone uh, being yep. like a single There's mom a kind of movie. Of, like don't mom movie. She's like wait then, no she's like the single oh, mom but she's a oh, hooker shit. too right. Yeah, exactly. Guys. And then, yeah. then she's all that. She's all January that. January 29th. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. There's a lot of leading ladies came so, out that so, month. So teen movies did well. Mm-hmm. Versi Blues and She's All That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to continue. I mean, She's All That was a shit movie. Don't get me wrong. But that movie was popular. Yes, it was. Um, to continue with your thread of February being dump month. Uh-huh. Um, February 5th, 1999. Uh, payback. Um, <laughs> Rushmore. Rushmore, which was the Rushmore's I think good. the exception. Ooh, yes. Yeah, but no, uh, once simply again, art house picture, not a lot of screens. Yeah, exactly. Simply irresistible, which I believe was a Ben Affleck movie, wasn't Simply it? irresistible. Yeah, that was part oh. of Ben Affleck's stream of shit. You know, yeah, with like forces so. of nature. Oh my God, blast from the past. February twelfth was blast from the past. Message in a bottle and my favorite Martian. <laughs> my favorite Martian was the Christopher Lloyd, Jeff Daniels reboot. Oh, I saw that in theaters. <laughs> that, that was, was disappointing. Fun. Um, affliction actually was not, was bottle. Oscar bait. So. Okay, yeah, I never thought we would bait. ever mention message in a bottle on this podcast. I, I know. know. <laughs> Same thing actually with October <laughs> the Sky. First for everything. October Sky. Yeah. Those are both. Those are both Aww. Oscar bait. Yeah. Uh, but then two two sleeper indie hits, Jawbreaker and Office Space. Now, Office Space has gotten oh, cold status. Oh, Jawbreaker. Yeah. 
Yeah. I totally forgot Jawbreaker about Jawbreaker. That really movie's good. fucking awesome. It is. Yes, it is. So, and to wrap up the month, on February 26th of 1999, you had 200 Cigarettes, uh, which was an ensemble Ooh. piece shown. No, 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 Brian. Uh, that is an anthology movie, you fucking idiot. An anthology movie <laughs> has several different vignettes, like Four Rooms, 200 Cigarettes. Fair, Will you go back also, to the fucking books? Oh, nobody's going to give you a goddamn SAG card, Brian. Oh you, nobody's gonna give you a fucking it's film still, snobs. I would Good say Lord. a vignette movie is a type of ensemble movie. Okay. Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> um, you've I'm also just loving got, fucking with you, Brian. I'm sorry, and I apologize. The next one is well. eight millimeter. The Nicolas Cage snuff film mystery, and then the one that couldn't get released today because it's too offensive. The other sister, the uh, one that's got Juliette Lewis and. Uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi playing mentally challenged. Uh, I just think that that's the that's the only movie where I have a crush on Juliette Lewis. <gasps> Akbar, seriously, yeah, yeah. Um, Ak motherfucking bar. I, Why I, not? I Why she wouldn't the, know what was happening? I actually thought the other sister was done pretty respectfully. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't anything like Geely, Geely where you yeah. can like go like you know completely. Fair, fair that one Johnny Knoxville one where he. Tr- tried to get into hey special no that Olympics. one's oh, awesome yeah. and that one was sponsored by the special olympics the special olympics fucking oh, put right. money into that it was a fairly yeah but they didn't sponsor yeah. that fucking performance <laughs> i don't know just for oh, me, when, no. I, when i but the whole point is that he's a I, piece of shit in that movie for me when i watched it it just it felt like i don't know just for me it just it feels it feels really weird when you're when you're trying to ta- tackle that the story and i think the story was well done i just i don't know i felt like the actors may have they went it up a little too much. They went full retard. Uh, well, yeah. I, if you, I don't like. That I think term. that that content, no matter what, is going to piss somebody off and irk somebody because you can't do it yep. right because everybody's got their own idea of right. of what that. And I mean, short of actually having act like, even though you talk shit about the the ringer, they had actual people with Down syndrome acting in that movie and that's did true. amazing performances. I will give that. Yeah, no, that's, a and that's amazing. It wasn't a sincere movie. And maybe people yeah. just don't trust people with disabilities to actually do acting, which I think's fucked up. That's yeah, that is totally messed up because just because someone perceives reality in a different way doesn't mean they're incapable of performing something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's yeah, it's a very it's a very offensive ass- assessment to make. Yes. And that's not to discredit Juliette Lewis or Jane Vine Rabisi either because they're great actors. It just it felt weird because it's it's almost like I mean I hate to say it, it's almost like. A distorted version of blackface. Like, mm-hmm. why would you need it, it when you could find a talented person who is? Same argument. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a view that's been, and I completely agree with you. Um, you know, they've been making huge strides with like using transgender actors and that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. And that this is something that's new to now. I think for the time that was, it could have been a hell of a lot worse, and it wasn't. Yeah, and that's think, what yeah. I'm saying about just yeah. like Sarah said, it's the time. Think about something about Mary. We don't ever cite that as being terrible yeah. against mentally challenged people, but it is. That's the point I'm trying to make about it. if it were released today, that movie yeah. as it was, it would be, it wouldn't have been. That would have definitely been a January release. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. It would have been the Gili. Sarah um, caught the bug. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to get us back on track is what I'm trying to do. So, And, and we could go on and on and keep researching random months and random it's years. It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Do you have any other requests? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. February, the weekend closest to my birthday, February 17th, 1983, the year of my birth. I want to know. Oh, it, it doesn't go back. It, it only goes go as far back, back as 1985. Okay, so 1995. Do 95, February, the closest to the 17th. So this is interesting because in 1995, there's only one week that they have data from. February 10th, 1995 was Billy Madison. 
Back to school. It's chewed on hot, penguin. We gotta get you back to the zoo. Back to They'll school. They'll treat you all respectable like. Respectable like. <laughs> <laughs> I still, still cannot think about that movie without thinking about Chris Farley. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab this bus off what a cliff. What happened on... <laughs> Forget about oh, your precious a, field trip. There's a website called Take Me Back 2 that will tell you what happened on any date. Nice. Fantastico. So, which it. were the most popular movies released in the last 30 days at the point? Shallow Grave, Danny Boyle movie. It had Christopher huh. Eccleston and Ewan McGregor in it. Billy Madison. Oh. Was it released dead. in the States? In the Mouth of Madness and Before Sunrise were the most popular movies on that date, but it didn't say which ones Richard came out. Richard Linklater. Yeah, if it's not saying which ones came out that day, that's... Nope. <laughs> um, there, there is a couple of sites that I found. There's This Day in Movie History. Um, there's also MovieWeb.com. I'm, it's loading right now. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? So... <laughs> In... Uh, Wow. <laughs> so February 17th, 1995 had Just Cause, which was the uh, thriller with Sean Connery and Lawrence Fishburne. Huh. What? Heavyweights. <laughs> oh, heavyweights! The Fat Camp movie. Yes. Oh no, the Ben Stiller one! It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> the Brady Bunch movie. Oh, oh, yeah, that's movie. I fucking love that movie. That movie fucked movie. my shit up, dude. I was like, this is that real. That was a good movie. That's like, so that movie I think made it's me like hilarious. the Brady Bunch. Me too. It's so fuck. The very Brady sequel we will not mention. Yeah. It didn't happen. No, no, it wasn't good. But that first one, but it the was Brady brought, movie. My, I I owned the soundtrack on cassette tape. I bought that shit. We, had wow. we used to listen too. to like. Oh, yeah. I think I'll go for a walk outside walk now. Outside, the summer sun's yeah. calling yeah. my name. Oh my god, I know the lyrics. That's fucking terrible. A wise man once said, "Wherever you go, there you are." <laughs> that was Mike Brady in the Brady Bunch. <laughs> what else? There's so many good ones. Oh shit. Oh man, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what happened to this episode? I can't even think of quotes right now. I'm so tired. We have um, derailed so quickly. I know. I know. Well, so I mean, so obviously, okay. So can we just say then, maybe just in general. Um, indie films are more likely to not necessarily follow the dump month schedule. And they, they tend to be a little more bullet. They're just going to get yeah. released whenever the fuck they get released because they know that big box office is not necessarily what they're going for so much as big following. Right. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, the game is changing so quickly now because of the internet. And, you know, with streaming now, there's movies that are now being... It's more common now for a movie to be simultaneously released. Yeah. Uh, like, for an indie film, it will be simultaneously released in theaters yeah, and indeed. on iTunes and on Netflix yeah. at the same time. So it's... Same day. We, we should just... You should just get used to calling it VOD. Pretty much, yeah. It's just VOD VOD, now. exactly, yeah. Whether it gets released on Amazon or whatever service it is. I it's like just... the home video. Home video is such a warm way of saying I used to love it, watching but... Disney VHS tapes because they'd always they're coming soon. The Disney yes. home video. I yeah. know. Yeah. I almost, I like Disney. actually, it like kind yeah. of weirds me out sometimes when I'm like watching something that has actual like, like trailers in front of it. And I'm like, what? I'm at oh, home. Yeah. Why am I it watching It creeps trailers? me out too, Sarah. <laughs> I, the, you know how I got a Golden Girls problem? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my Golden oh, Girls problem. Is so I bought the it? whole set of all seven seasons. And because it's a Buena Vista product, every time I put the first DVD of any season in, it's like, coming soon. to the And I'm like, oh, God, it's the Disney shit. And it's always like, 
Tim Allen's The Shaggy Dog is coming next oh week. And I was like, no, it's not, thank God. <laughs> like, that was the thing. Like, it was... i really kind of glad that they did away with that because it's like, what's the but, point no, but, when this is home video? It's also but, but a fucking awesome thing. time capsule, though. It's like watching something you like taped on capsule. TV in, like, the yeah. late 80s, early 90s where you see the commercials True. in between. Yep. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, but, I'm transported right back to that time. Exactly. So, I mean, that's what it was. Because, again, because of the internet, people now just go to YouTube mm-hmm. and, you know, every studio now has a... Prof- I mean, I remember it used to be the big thing when it was on Apple's page because Apple had, like, the best trailer yeah, page for a while. I still, still look at Apple's trailer all over page. Yeah, now YouTube it's just, like, is a we'll goddamn Apple vortex, we'll on YouTube. I spent an exactly. hour the other day watching commercials that were grouped together based on years in the 90s. Wow. It would be, like, seven <laughs> minutes of commercials from 1994, and I was, like, just zoned in, reliving my childhood. <laughs> you- YouTube is how I practice karaoke, man. It's my favorite oh, thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. They actually have karaoke tracks on there too, if anybody's interested. Like, it'll just be I the music they, and they'll put I, the words up. Is that how you I do know, it? Or you just singing I, I just am assuming you're singing along with regular music videos no, and shit. No, no. Typically, typically, I've like figured out the song, like, and I've sung the song with the track, like the vocals and everything, like the regular song, like so plenty of times. But right then it's like, not. now I'm like, okay, now we're going to the karaoke. Now it's time to practice without the. the vocal assistance you guys oh. take karaoke you so seriously want, we should do I a karaoke really. episode and we but we do it from movies that were on movie soundtracks we do songs oh. from movie soundtracks what do you think karaoke episode fuck oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. i'm in <laughs> uh oh my god brian can we do, can we do suddenly seymour oh of course yeah, oh my you, god so you have the to last ask. unicorn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god suddenly seymour that song still kind of creeps me out because the actress in that she she is so has such a mousy voice the whole time, and then when she sings that song, she just belts out notes, and I'm like, "Whoa!" I know. <laughs> that's like the best part. But that's the whole yeah. That's what makes Audrey such an awesome character. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, like her coming out of her. Well, it's kind archetype. of it's her it's her gaining her voice as, yes. as like as a woman. It's it yep. blows me away. She's great in heels. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's interested in finding it, Jake Gyllenhaal recently played Seymour. Shut up. On, did? on Broadway. Off. It was on well, Broadway. Off, yeah. It was off Broadway. It was uh. It was uh, in New York. It was in a. It was. Little Shop of Horrors, and if you l- dig through the you know the realms of the internet, you can find audio from it. And I gotta say, like he's actually a pretty damn good singer. Like he's nice. not perfect, but he's neither got- was Rick Moranis. Yeah, because he's not he's not trained. But for a guy who's not trained, he's pretty damn. Good. Are you classically trained? <laughs> he's like he's like better than Johnny Depp. We'll say that. All right. Yeah. I so- just want to make. I just need to tell you guys if you're gonna do suddenly Seymour. I get to do the dentist. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. that's fine. That's I'm totally Are we just okay going to have that. a Little Shop of Horrors episode? No, no, no. Little Shop of Horrors. Do a couple songs from Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Roxy. Okay. What would you like to do a song uh, from? Ooh. What would I do a song from? South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Blame Uncle Canada. Fucker. You're a boner body bastard, <laughs> Uncle Fucker. Well, Casmo's a bitch, she's a big fat bitch, the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. <laughs> she's stupid bitch, she's a big bitch, she's a bitch, she's all the boys and girls. Totally. Boys and girls. Da, la, da, 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 no, I'll do I'm one. super. I'm gonna see a bitch on Tuesday, bitch on Wednesday. She's a bitch in front of <laughs> it's easy, okay. It's easy, okay. It's easy, okay. It's easy, okay. Step one instead of ass, say buns. Shit. Like kiss my buns or your buns whole. Step two instead of shit, say poo. <laughs> like poo head. Something that's poo is cold. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we went way. I know the entire soundtrack. We I had the on a compact disc, children. So a, clearly, Sean could do music. South Park songs. Yeah, yeah. I have to do I mean, Holy Grail. Oh yeah, Monty oh. Python. Monty Python. Anything Absolutely. Monty Python. Uh, Always look on the bright side of except, life. Except, yeah, that was definitely Monty Python, but not Holy Grail. Well, it, unless you count Spam a lot, because it was in Spam. It wasn't Spam a lot. Yeah, but I will but say, Spam a lot. Pushed up. So, um, hey, listeners, you should tell us what karaoke songs you want to hear us do, because and when you would like that episode released. Yeah, topical. (laughs) I'm so so ronery, so ronery, and sadry around. There's no one. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so the karaoke episode is basically just comedies. Is what happened? <laughs> it's gotta well, be. I mean, yeah. unless, unless Brian unless would Sean like to perform to be... Les Miserables this time again, except not unless Sean, you want me to five oh six oh one two four six oh. Oh fuck it! Um, but uh, and if you want me to reprise uh, one day more, I mean, playing all the characters, one including Eponine. No, we already heard that. <laughs> we, but we have to all so, sing it like uh, Russell Crowe. So what's that? What's Russell Crowe's revolution? Oh my God! We will live it in the bud, put it on the ritz. It's making me nostalgic for my first episode with you guys. We did that. That's right. All right, guys. Listener feedback. Yeah, let's do some. Listener feedback. Yeah. Who's got it? Oh, Sean shit. I got some. <laughs> I was like, shit, Holy somebody pick up a mobile device. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby day. Was, human rubber baby buggy bumpers. Sean. Rubber baby. Sean, you totally have to keep in that awkward pause of we're all just staring at each other. <laughs> somebody fucking pick okay. it up. Some. Just crickets. I will. So. If you guys remember Benjamin, he sent us some more feedback. He's the one that I challenged to a clever off when he douchily said that he was a little more clever than me, which uh, is a little more clever than me, but I refuse to accept it. So his response is, I am so down. And if it's fun enough, I would love to have a back and forth reading of it. I have been doing public speaking, performance, and fiction readings for 15 years, and I love it. He could probably bring some heat. Yeah. He could probably be on the podcast, actually. Well, yeah, I I know. But this is the thing. If we're going to have him do the podcast, we might not have him do the podcast. If we're going to – because what I had um, suggested was I'll write a piece of a story, you write a piece of the story, and we just, like, do paragraph by paragraph or something to see, like, how funny it it would be. Yeah, but then I – that's what I was thinking. He could record him reading his parts, and I could do reading my parts. This is something to think about down that we've got some plans for other things, Benjamin, but we definitely want to think about doing this. Uh, it goes on. Since yeah, you initiated like- this duel of this clever, the dastardly, and the offensive, I humbly beseech you to check out Facebook.com slash Benjamin Baker's Lambs. Oh, wait. Benjamin Baker Slams, not Benjamin Baker's Lambs. That's totally different. <laughs> There's wow. a lot of wool because he does actually he wow. does raise mutton. <laughs> yes, a lot of wool. or find my personal page using my email. I'm not asking this to be a self-promoting dick. I could care less. I do it for me, but to give you an idea about the topics I usually write about, so you can suggest a prompt and I can initiate afterwards. I'm prodigious. 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 I said. Oh, prodigious. so he knows how to use words too. Okay. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> I'm pro- <laughs> <laughs> prodigious. I'm pro- 
Fuck you guys. <laughs> this is all staying. <laughs> I'm prodigious Say in the sense again. <laughs> I'm prodigious in the sense of production, so writing is not the problem. The issue is finding something we both click on, so there's a chance that nerds may mix us up. If I did care about self-promotion, I wouldn't have deleted my artist page with tons of likes, and I wouldn't have walked out on ridiculous publishing deals. From You know what? I'm sorry. I forgot to read that in the proper voice. Oh. If I did care about self-promotion, I wouldn't have deleted my artist yeah. page with tons of likes, and I wouldn't have walked out on ridiculous publishing deals for my sci-fi and psychological books, and I would have also mentioned in the email I sent to all of you earlier that you never said my name on the podcast. Girlfriend pointed it out, ha, but as I said, no fucks given, just glad you guys took it as it was meant to be taken, fun and loving, with a bit of fuckery. Absolutely the right voice to use, though. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, we love you, Benjamin. We're just fucking with you. So I just got some feedback from my brother. Not really feedback. He posted something funny on my Facebook wall, and I wanted to read it. That's called feed. That's called feed forward. That's feed forward. We have really widened the spectrum of what qualifies as feedback. Um, yeah, now. Just, no, 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 no. It's feed forward. Here. Okay, we're calling it feed forward. Okay, just, just, just listen. Okay. Yoda is a well-known figure in the Senate chamber. E.T. creatures exist in Star Wars and can be seen in the Senate chamber. It's reasonable to assume that they know Yoda. Some E.T. creatures come to Earth. One of them meets a young boy. That young boy plays with Star Wars figures, which is kind of weird. But then E.T. Uh, e. meets a kid dressed as Yoda at Halloween and recognizes him. And then it's reasonable to assume that E.T. can make bikes and toys fly by using the Force, which must mean that E.T. is a fucking Jedi. Wow. It's fucked up. I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked like, That's like the first then, time I saw a pie. My head's fucked for like the next week. I can't think about anything. truth be told, he would have said, you know, those guns, they, would have, they wouldn't have had the flashlights. They would have had the guns like it was supposed to be. And then mm -hmm. when, if they had fired, he would have said, stand back and pulled out a lightsaber wow. oh, yeah. and deflected yeah. them but he didn't do any of that that's true he didn't have a lightsaber yeah. because he was time traveling and if you pay attention to the terminator mythos you can't bring anything with you when you're time traveling you can't be wearing clothes you can't have any shit that's true he got you there he couldn't have constructed okay fine whatever because they don't have kyber crystals on earth Fair. no of course defunct yeah et's a jedi i'm just saying <laughs> whatever yeah, et's a fucking jedi brian you're just gonna have to accept it all right. Just let it into your Whatever. soul. All right. Do you have any other feedback? Uh, yeah. We got the email from Dan. It was about, uh, it's titled episode 100. And the message goes, hello, nerds. I have been enjoying both podcasts for the past six months. I uh, love you guys, especially after the Harry Potter episodes. Lol. I have one comment and one request, if it's okay to comment, is on your episode 100, a.k.a. the tribute to Robin Williams. Uh, yeah. Uh, you mm -hmm. guys totally forgot to mention a jewel with the name, The Birdcage. A totally underrated movie, but uh, but I learned a lot from. And the request is, and I know Sarah will be on my side of this. Is that movie underrated? Birdcage If you haven't underrated. done it yet, still going over the backlog, I would totally lose my shit if you did an episode on steampunk movies oh, and yeah. history and or history of steampunk, pretty please, with fucking sugar on top. Ooh, I would love Thanks to in that. advance. Uh, keep up the awesome work. I, we didn't even mention the birdcage? I feel like we mentioned we the birdcage. We did. Okay, we did. And this is the thing about podcasts. People put podcasts on in the background or while they're driving, and sometimes they zone out, and they don't hear a certain thing. So. We've talked about the birdcage several times on this podcast. Yeah. North Park, you can cook, right? Your father seems to think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's he say it is? He's like, it's Guatemalan peasant soup. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I love it because it's got this great blend of farce to it, but there's also like the scene in um, on the bench with Nathan Lane and, and Robin Williams is is mm-hmm. an amazing scene. Yeah, it was definitely also a movie ahead of its time. I mean, yeah, the, for the most part. People were being more accepted as homosexuals then, but a movie like this would definitely get much more exposure now and be way more accepted now than it was. Totally. Then Amen, I would love to sister. see the stage show. It's based on a play, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it will. It's funny thing is, it's based on a stage show, which was written by music by Jerry Herman and music by Harvey Firestein. Uh, Harvey lyrics Firestein. by Harvey Firestein and book by Harvey Firestein. Jerry Herman did the lyrics and the music, I should say. Um, <laughs> but it was based off of a French film called La Cage à Fa. La Cage à Fa! Which, I mean, it's just the exact same premise. It's a gay couple who run a drag club, and their son is marrying Gene daughter of a conservative. Gene fucking Hackman, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so it's, funny. Yeah, and it's, the names are a little bit different, but, I mean, great story, particularly pertinent now, yeah. given the Supreme Court ruling. So, yeah, we'd love to do that. As a plus is also one of the I mean the late great Mike Nichols directed that movie too yeah. so it'd be great to talk but back about to that. the steampunk idea I don't know many movies that do steampunk I don't know many either it's it's really niche yeah. um, I'm sure we could find them I know there's anime like steampunk hey, anime, guys, of anime. Uh, Alan. I have a whole collection I have a whole collection of steampunk films on Betamax that I can loan you <laughs> I did a play on, as steampunk we did Twelfth Night um, yeah with steampunk costumes and I remember steampunk that. theme do they have a Betamax to USB Connection because we need that to be able to play wow. that shit. I don't, right. I don't even know what USB means. I don't. You're talking. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's definitely something to look into for future topics. So thank you so much. Yeah, and I agreed. If you guys are looking to give us a little bit of feedback, you can hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. Just search Nardonomy, you will find us. Or you can go to nardonomy.com and you can click the talk to us button. You can also go look at some of our past episodes. You can check out our merch. You can check out some old blog articles. Or if your films are generous, you can just click that handy-dandy donate button, throw some money at us. We really wouldn't mind it. Um, you can also go to audibletrial.com slash nerdonomy if you want to try some audiobooks, and we might get a little bit of a cut from that, so thank you very much. But really, the best thing you can do is tell your friends about us, spread the word of nerd, and give us a review on iTunes, give us a rating on Stitcher, whatever the hell you feel like. Or honestly, if you just want to share our stuff on Facebook, retweet, whatever. Just uh, start getting the word out there because we need more fans. Yep. Yes, we do. Just as special as you. Thank you for being a friend. Yep. I like like that little button at the end of it. Travel down the road and back again. (laughs) Your heart is true. You're You're a pal and a confidant. confidant. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I love that. And if you threw a party (laughs) and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) I watched three episodes last night before I went to bed. Three episodes. I love it. That was awesome. That's awesome, Sean. No, uh, it wasn't. I was singing like shit. I, me too. <laughs> it's yeah, fine. It's okay. You put your heart into it. I couldn't go, Brian, where I hit the girls' notes too. And <clears> if <throat> it's a car you like, I'll surely buy you a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is my where the fuck did that up? come from? <laughs> Brian, wrap it up. She's I'm getting crazy. To. I'm, I'm losing trying. it, Brian. I'm trying so hard. Um, <sighs> guys, it is that time. So until we meet again, stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode. Shut up.
Tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Nerdonomy.com. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> and roll credits. Now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. Does it hurt? Uh, I'm used to it. <laughs> it's funny because he likes to have other men feast inside of him. <laughs> <laughs>